Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Dr. Phil, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. How's that working out for you? If you must, listen to the Kimmer weekdays noon to three on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer is like a bank account. Well, thank you. Without a lot of money, he doesn't generate a lot of interest. Well, no, wait a minute, the Kimmer right? Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful. More powerful than a locomotive. Look. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. <laughs> Look, up in the sky. It's, it's a, a bird. bird. It's a plane. It's, it's Lois Lane. No, no. It's Superman. <laughs> I always get that wrong. Yes. Hey, how you doing? Dun, 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 dun. Hail his bare hands and who dressed as Clark Kent. reporter for the day newspaper and fight a never ending battle for truth. Justice and the American way. Ta-da! Look out. How you doing? 1204, and it's only the Kimmer. And we play that. And we're back. It's live. We're here. We're actually in the uh, van down by the river. And I play that because we just, minutes ago, got some bad news that Jimmy Olsen is dead. The original Jimmy Olsen from the TV show Superman. For all you baby boomers and grandpas and grandmas, Jimmy Olsen is dead. His name was Jack Larson. He was 87 years old, and he was uh, the film debut in 1948 in a war movie, became a Broadway actor, and then became reluctantly the cub reporter and photographer Jimmy Olsen on the TV show The Adventures of Superman. He almost never worked again. Uh, He was so typecast he couldn't get a job in broadcasting or TV or films or anything. Uh, his long-term romantic partner, director James Bridges. Oh, no! <laughs> what? Excuse me? Oh, come on, man. No, no, Is it no, just, no. Uh, why do they have to add everything in there? You know? I just want to be loved. That's so wrong. <laughs> oh, it's oh, nothing. There's anything wrong with no, that. We're not nuts. It's just a thing. Oh, God. Jimmy Olsen is dead at age 87. Oh, I used to be able to name every number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, 12.06. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Let me give you the number, and then we'll tell you what we're doing, and we'll have a little fun and do some stuff. And there's a lot of things going on today. Or, well, this week, for that matter. Uh, here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. My voice is already straining. Isn't that amazing? Because I haven't yeah. been talking. I mean, I live alone. I don't, you know, I communicate with my horse, and that's basically it. That's I don't, I don't talk to anybody. Wow. I mean, if I'm at the store, I say, "Yeah, how's, how's it going?" You know, or uh, I'll take two of those. Or, but the, I don't. I actually don't speak <laughs> for you know the weekend plus the week plus the weekend. So that's nine days that I haven't really spoken to anybody. 
I just got to talk to my kids, but, you know, basically, it's either. It's kind of sad, Trevor. <laughs> it is sort of sad. In a happy way, though, believe me. I love it. <laughs> I mean, if I had another nest egg, sure, I'd get another girlfriend to lose it to, but, you know, those, I don't have another nest egg to lose, so maybe one of these days. Anyway, uh, here's what's going on today 844 404 1067. I'll tell you what we'll do. 1230, remind me, boys, we'll, uh, we have two tickets to the Tour Championship, the Golf Championship, sponsored by Coca Cola. It's the Tour Championship. This is a biggie. This is to, to see who's going to win $10 million, basically. It's held, and not necessarily, the winner gets over a million bucks, but the chances are the person who wins the Tour Championship is going to win $10 million. It's at Eastlake Golf Club, September 24th through 27th. That's this week. And uh, Eastlake, oh, man, what a beautiful, beautiful golf. It used to be called Little Vietnam. In fact, there was a... Well, first, let me finish the tickets. At 1230, we'll open up the phones, 844-404-1067. Not now, 1230. And, and you have to give me your best, your favorite Caddyshack line at 1230, and we'll give away two tickets to the Tour Championship. Tour Championship at Eastlake used, uh, used to be called Little Vietnam. And I'm not making this up. Uh, 30, 40 years ago, there were actually lotteries that golfers would take with the caddies, would take lotteries on which hole it was where they heard their first gunshot. Whoa. I'm not right. making that up. It's over there by Avondale Columbia Mall. Yeah, yeah. We spent the night there one night for ELO tickets. Oh, God. With guns. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, this is back in 1980, 1979 yeah. or 80. 70s right. were not a happy time. And the Ticketmaster little... machine was broken, so we didn't get the tickets. <laughs> oh, no. So my friend says, well, let's go see my caddy friend over at this golf course, and we'll get something to drink. Yeah. We got, and I remember looking around going, what a dump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and then uh, Tom, Cous- was it Tom Cousins uh, changed everything, and he invested money, and he turned it into an incredible experience, and now they have uh, children learning how to be golfers and caddies and work. I mean, it's a tremendous success story of turning around but and the reason east lake sort of disappeared for a while as a golf championship venue was because nobody wanted to go there they couldn't get members so all and and that's why the atlanta athletic club was founded the members from the master from augusta national and east lake didn't want to keep driving there they didn't want to go to little vietnam where east lake golf club is so they founded atlanta athletic club in the northern suburbs. I mean, I, I mean, it's just they wanted to escape the violence. It had nothing to do with race, but it was just dangerous. And literally, you'd have a, a, a lottery on what hole you'd be on when you heard your first gunshot. That's <laughs> you know, but, but again, the, the success story, and Mr. Cousins, what a remarkable story. I mean, he, did, he, he invested in, in fact, um, uh, I, Jeff Larkin, or, uh, uh, oh, God, is it Jeff Larkin? Uh, Jeff, oh, I have a metal block. Oh, his last name is Larkin. He was a former U.S. amateur champion. Great guy. Uh, I haven't seen him in years and years, but he was the first guy to invite me to play Eastlake as a guest of his. And this was back. This is how things have changed at Eastlake. There was a time at Eastlake in the, I guess it was probably maybe before 1990 when I was here. And and he invited me to play golf. And I said, oh, hell yeah, absolutely. Who gets a chance to play Eastlake? Home of Bobby Jones. I mean, that's Bobby Jones' house. That's his course. You're walking the same grass as Bobby Jones. Anyway, I said, sure, sure. And then I realized, how in the world is he a member? You know why? Because the memberships were something like $8,000. And anybody could join. Well, now they're like a million. <laughs> and you don't get the, you know, you're invited. If I mean, when Cousins took over to change East Lake, God, am I talking a lot about East Lake? I'm sorry, I'm rambling. No, uh, but the fact of the matter, this success story, Mr. Cousins, he, had, he, finally, he said to the members, okay, everybody's out. But if you want to rejoin, it's going to cost you a million bucks as an investment to make this community a wholesome community again. And they did. And it happened. 
Yeah, but he's also the guy who lost the Atlanta Flames. Yeah, well, okay, but I, I'll take Eastlake <laughs> over the Flames. You know, hey, boom, boom, Joffrey on. All right, I'm up to Detroit City there, but I'm causing him, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, it was a shame. Boom, boom's gone, but come on, we have to get over it. Anyway, it's Atlanta, for God's sakes. It's hockey in Atlanta. Give me a break. Anyway, the, what a great story of Eastlake. Two tickets, 12 3 will give away. Now, I don't even, I, I've just blown a whole segment. I got nothing. <laughs> we, got, we got the painted dog story, the uh, tiger that ate the lady, <clears throat> Muslim in the White House, would you? reaction hillary's new have you heard hillary trying to act like a human being it's the witch it's the cackling witch this is a cold heart black-hearted assassin woman she's not real she's a witch she's a witch and if i have a wonderful commentary which i will read to you and not that i don't like to read you i sound like i'm lecturing but it's unbelievable and john boy you don't know any of these things about her past and monica Lewinsky and the president and the whole deal and you need to know because you're a voter you're a young a millennial voter you need to know about hillary rodham rodham any modern day woman who would cast a vote for this witch should be ashamed of yourself she's not a leader of women she's a disgrace to women and the causes of women Anyway, coming up, uh, the Afghan pedophiles protected by the military because of the culture. Ooh, don't say anything. My 3D printer, go, go to, did you put it on Kimmer Show Facebook? Yeah. Uh, Kimmer Show Facebook page, well, you're talking about 3D printers for right. a vacation. A guy sent me, uh, uh, Bryant uh, Edwards, sent me a 3D sculpture of the Eagle Globe and Anchor Marine Corps emblem, which he printed off a printer with a 3D printer. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, we got high-tech employee badges, teens addicted to cell phones, whites-only signs for an art project, the, uh, the Pope, the, uh, the hypocrite who says, uh, you know, remember Charlie Hepto, by the way, you, uh, you French people deserved what you got when the Muslims butchered you. Uh, it was your own fault, he, he told him. It's your own fault. Anyway, coming up, 12, 12, 12, 12. I like big butts. Look out. <laughs> that sounds way out of context. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on Here your we go. ride home. Stand on by. News Radio 1067. Look out. This is John Lovett. <laughs> John. And now here's your host. Yeah. A man who everyone, well, most people, <laughs> hardly anybody oh, is glad to have back from vacation. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the ticket. That's Here the he is ticket. for the time being, uh, yeah. Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only me. 1219 Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 Look out, here she is. Faith Hill. Happy birthday, darling girl. She's 48 today. I remember the first time I saw her in person at the Olympics. When we were doing our show down there, and they had what was basically a green room where the celebrities would wait to be interviewed by people and things like that. And it was right next to where our booth was. And I remember uh, Faith Hill and her husband, the... uh, What's his name, the singer? Uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. And they were in there together, and God, she was just stunning. One of those naturally lovely women. Just just really naturally beautiful. And a great singer. Faith Hill, 48 today. A couple other uh, birthday-type things. Uh, get go for uh, Bill Murray. Is uh, 65 today. Uh, you got all of that one. You know. That's, That's why I said Lama. <laughs> yeah, no. Those are Rockefeller. <laughs> so I said, hey, Lama, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. <laughs> you know, there won't be any money. But on your deathbed, when you die, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Someday. <laughs> Yeah, twelve thirty. We'll give away tickets. We'll give you your best Caddyshack line. I'll give you two tickets to the Tour Championship for Coca Cola at East Lake. 
1067 All right, it's only the Kimmer. I got uh, stuff. I've got try. I got so many things. So I'll try to get them all on the Million Moms. You ever heard of the group called One Million Moms? They are steaming over Kermit the Frog and the latest Muppets business. The Muppets are now going to be talking about abortion. Yeah, and gay marriage and gay rights. The Muppets. And they're saying, we want to explain to a seven-year-old kid what what abortion means? Oh, God. And Heidi Fleiss's little black book apparently is available for sale, and not because of her. She doesn't want it out. Anyway, we'll get to all that stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What? Excuse me? (laughs) Hey, I was was lonely. I was single. Uh, I needed the money. I (laughs) had to do a little gay porn. It was a a long time ago. Twelve twenty-one. Hey, wait a minute. There's the newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is uh, Donald Trump calling. You know, I'm yes, I'm very confused. I kind of got the runaround last week by your radio station. Well, what do you mean, sir? I, well, I called in last week, you know, right after the debate, and they yeah. said they were running the best of Kimmer. Yeah. And I said, well, what the hell are you going to do with the other 14 hours and 59 minutes, for God's sake? I mean, you know, it's a very short You thought soul. Guy Ritchie had a big hole to fill. <laughs> well, that's because he was you a producer with a lot of characters. Divorced he got Madonna divorced and, and Trump. he never really got over her, I think. Well, Cameron, let me, we haven't talked since the debate last <laughs> yes, week. Let me yeah. set the record straight yeah. on something on the Kim Peterson show. All right, sir, please. I, Donald Trump, never said, nor did I imply, yeah, yeah. that President Obama is a practicing Muslim. You never said that. The man has been a Muslim for over 50 years. The last thing he needs is practice, okay? <laughs> See, we all I'm misunderstood. sorry, calling Barack Obama a devout Christian, yeah. hell, that's like calling Mr. Kruger a loyal fan of the Kimmer Show. I'm not going to do it. It's ridiculous. It's not up to me to defend these people. Who said, say such a thing? Anyway, Kimmer, I yes, guess sir. you saw where Carly Fiorina has something now in common with Courtney Love. Well, what's, what's that, sir? Well, both shot up this weekend. Don't you follow the news at all? <laughs> That's a tremendous rise in the polls. <laughs> You're only up a week, for God's sake. Move it along. Sorry. These are all known as jokes, These by the way. These are jokes, people. Now, <laughs> what is this, an audience or an oil painting? Oh, get <laughs> you know, people are getting caught up in this Carly Fiorina surge, yeah. but they've forgotten yeah. the old expression, Kimmer. The, the old expression, sir? Every dog has her day. <laughs> no, the dog, there you go. Oh, here I go again. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking Let's your face mind. it. Carly Fiorina is never, ever in her wildest screams going to catch me, Donald Trump. Never going to catch you, sir. She should stick to chasing cars alongside John Boyd's <laughs> girlfriend. Maybe oh, she can catch them, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. I mean, Carly Fiorina was a disaster as a CEO. She was terrible. Terrible. She was the worst CEO ever, Kimmer. The worst ever? You know, well, if you don't include that clear channel guy, John uh, something. <laughs> Carly, Fie- Carly Fiorina left the company in such bad shape. Such bad shape, sir? At the end, HP stood for Hewlett Punchline. <laughs> <laughs> they almost went out of business. They closed down. How's the punchline going, by the way? <laughs> I want a hamburger. I want a comedy club. You'll get nothing in life. I want a radio show. I want a car dealership. Spalling, you'll get nothing in life. Get dressed, pulling a play golf. One more thing. Here's wishing the speedy recovery to Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods ahead. Back yeah, circuit. they say he's recovering from a bulging disc, but I think that might have been a misprint. <laughs> the word bulging is clearly what you. <laughs> thank you so much, the Donald. Let's make the most of this next month. That's yes, what I got. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Whee! Look out! Thank you.
Yeah, oh, sweetness, Phil, my God, man. We just started the thing after a thing there. All right, hold everything. I got you a sweetness. I got a sweetness, but if I could only find one, let's see if I could find one. I, you can't find your... Well, where the hell do they keep... Mo- here we go. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Here, here we go. Sweetness bell. Sweetness bell. <clears throat> so here we go. A liberal's... <laughs> Turning on the camera. A liberal's paradise would be a place where everybody has guaranteed employment, free comprehensive health care, free education, free food, free housing, free clothing... Free utilities and only law enforcement has the guns. Believe it or not, such a place does indeed already exist. It's called prison! <laughs> Sheriff Joe Apio from Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, my goodness. 1225. All right, it's only me. Here's the number 844 1067. And in Seattle, the Lucier family has been reunited with their cane terrier named Waffles after it was stolen Tuesday, tied up outside a store when the family ran inside they tied the dog up outside the store like a lot of people do when they go shopping for a second and the dog's sitting there nobody puts the dog da-da-da. all of a sudden they come back out and their dog is gone there was store video that showed the legs of somebody untying the little puppy dog and walking off with her the family canvassed the neighborhood checked social media sites posted things on craigslist put pictures of waffles around the neighborhood of queen anne and online well, finally, someone recognized what they thought was a dog, but there was something different. The dog was stolen by a homeless woman. They found the dog and the woman in the park, but the homeless woman tried to disguise the dog by dyeing his fur black. So she painted the, the dog that she stole so nobody would know that she took it from somebody else. Anyway, the dog is back, and the family, bless their hearts, has decided not to press charges. Yeah, you know, it's amazing they recognize it since all those dogs look alike. Hey, hi <laughs> And none of the other dogs wanted to play with him. I, I was just... Uh... <laughs> it wasn't kidnapped. It ran away because its name was Waffles. Waffles, yes. Uh, call me Waffles, you bastard. <laughs> kind of a name. It's like doing that, that stuff they do to poodles. They look in the mirror and say, wait, wait, what have you done? Where's, where's my, where, oh, God. All right, hold on. We're lining up your tickets. Uh, 1227, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam West, Batman. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by the Riddler. Riddle me this, Batman. Why does Herman Cain hang out at Julie Newmar's place? He heard it was a cat house. (laughs) Catwoman. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. Uh, Old chum. And if you just joined us, uh, speaking of old TV shows, Jimmy Olsen just died, 87 years old. The guy who played Jimmy Olsen, Jack Larson, the actor, on the original TV show Superman, has passed away at 87. All right, it's only me, 1234. Tickets coming up here. Hold on, you guys. Here's the number. Lines are jammed, 844-404-1067. Birthdays today include Tyler Stewart from Bare Naked Ladies, who is 48. One of the great rock and roll band names of all time. <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. You know, you couldn't have even had that name on a record 20 years ago. No, I mean, not believe it. All right, he's, uh, he's uh, 48 today. Uh, author and comedian Fanny Flagg is 74. In case you don't know her, you probably, if you Google her, you recognize her voice. She's, I think she wrote Fried Green Tomatoes, didn't she? Yeah. And she wrote game. Fried, what's that? Match Game. She was on Match Game, but she wrote Fried Green Tomatoes, and she's a famous uh, country-type comedian. She, 
Fanny Flag 74 today. <laughs> hey, Manscaped. Hey, it's Gene Rayburn. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> anyway, right, let's, get, let's get with these tickets. 844-404-1067. Run them down. Here's Josh on News Radio 1067. Josh, welcome aboard. How's it going, sir? Good, Kimmer. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Have we got a, a favorite Caddyshack line from you, sir? Yeah, got to be Ted Knight. It's easy to grin when your ships come in and you've got the stock market beat. But a man worthwhile is a man who can smile when his shorts are too tight. <laughs> I'm put you on hold. Spalding, get you out of the boat. <laughs> Here's Richard on News Radio 1067. Hey, Richard, what do you have for us, sir? Uh, I have a Rodney Dangerfield line right. in the restaurant. Yeah. Hey, someone tell the cook that this steak is. Oh, bad. Um, Very close. Uh, (laughs) Low-grade dogs. They have better food at the ballpark. (laughs) Yeah, I'll help you out there. I'll put them on hold. There's two. That's one of my favorite lines. Here's Brian on News Radio 1067. Brian, what do you have for us, sir? Yeah, when they had to drain the pool uh, because there was duty in the pool. (laughs) Duty! Uh, Yeah, everybody was screaming duty. That's Uh, it. All right, Brian. Here's uh, Terry on News Radio 1067. Hello, Terry. Oh, you didn't put him on. Or her, I think. Hi, Terry. Hi, Kimmer. Hey, how you doing, sweetie? You have a line for, for you like from Caddyshack? I'm, I'm I'm glad a woman called because Caddyshack tends to be like a guy fraternity house kind of prank sort of movie. But I'm glad you're called. Do you have a favorite line? Oh, I've seen it a hundred times. Um, yeah, from the birthday boy. Of course, I talk to myself. Sometimes I need to talk to an expert. There's <laughs> Terry on four. Here's Steve on News Radio 1067. Hello, Steve. What do you have for us? Hey, Kimmer. Uh, another Ted Knight favorite. Walden, get dressed. You're playing golf today. I can't play golf, Grandpa. I have asthma. I'll give you asthma. I'll give you asthma. See, 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 see. He actually said, I'm not playing golf today, Grandpa. I'm playing tennis. You're going to play golf, and you're going to like it anyway. All right, here's uh, Larry on News Radio 1067. Hello, Larry. Welcome aboard. What do you have for us, sir? Hey, Kemmer, you scratched my anchor. <laughs> All right, put him on hold. All right, boys. Uh, I don't know. We got Steve, 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 Steve. Is that your vote, or are you just playing that? All right. Uh, well, all right, we'll go with Steve. Here's uh, Steve on five. Congratulations, Steve. You got two tickets to go see the Tour Championship sponsored by Coca-Cola East Lake this, uh, this week, 24th through 27th. Congratulations, man. Thanks a lot, Kemmer. I appreciate it. Have fun out there. I'll put you back on hold. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, wait, wait. All right, you know, <laughs> see, and it's my, <laughs> we have a brand new Newsmaker Line song, and I get so distracted, and you know, when we start doing our, whatever it is we you call this, radio or something, and I tend to get distracted because things kind of flow on their own, you know, and I sort of tend to forget what I want to do. Okay, I got a great song for you from the Newsmaker Line guy, Jim Gossett. By the way, I'll tell you about his performances from a week ago when uh, Friday and Saturday night were just spectacular. I mean, God, was that fun. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, uh, politics. Donald Trump is, is going down a bit in the polls. He's still leading by far, but he's going down, and Carly Fiorina is going up. I tell you, I like her. I was so impressed with her in that last debate and what she said. I mean, I like her. I, I'm uh, She's an impressive woman. And in honor of Carly, yes, it's Dino on the Kimmer Show. <laughs> she got in really late, but she won that debate, Fiorina. <laughs> That's the morning. 
She put Trump in his place. He made fun of her face. <laughs> the arena. <laughs> That's the money. Car is hot, the arena's hot, and she's got all the facts. Trump is lacking. <laughs> Rand Paul's through, twisted too, and it's time for Kasich to start packing. <laughs> Got no backing. <laughs> she showed courage and stood against Planned Parenthood Fiorina. She'll destroy Hillary like she ruined HP and got canned. <laughs> Hillary's scared of her as if she were holding a subpoena. <laughs> Can she win? Probably not. Momentum, she's got the arena. The arena. Sing it, Dino. Dean Martin, right here on the Old Kimmer program on News Radio 1067. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 Speaking of politics for a second, if you haven't heard what Ben Carson said over the weekend talk shows, I think it was on yesterday's, might have been Meet the Press, I don't remember. Uh, here's what he said when he was asked about whether a Muslim should ever be elected president of the United States. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I absolutely would not agree with that. Congress is a, is a, is a different story, but it depends on who that Muslim is and what their policies are, just as it depends on what anybody else says. Ben Carson. He's been he's been uh, the number two or three guy. Now he's down a little bit, but Trump uh, Trump is still leading. But Carly is going gangbusters. I like her. I'm very impressed by this woman. Now, what do you think about whether there should ever be a Muslim elected to the White House? It's kind of a blanket statement, but I mean, think about it for a minute. And and in a minute, we'll talk about what's happening in Afghanistan and how it turns out now that our soldiers are revealing for the first time that I remember that. Some Afghan commanders, Afghanistan's commanders, are such perverts that they're raping little children. And in one case, one of the Afghani commanders had a young boy called a Bakabazi, which translates into boy play, had one chained to his bunk so he could have sex with them anytime he wanted to. And when the officers who were telling their superiors, hey, <laughs> Uh, Colonel, you know, they're raping these little boys. And the colonel would say, well, yes, we've been told that this is their culture and you are not to interfere with their culture. This is what they do. Afghan men apparently have a penchant for raping little boys and they have some on the side. They call them boy toys. Afghanistan. And we are helping them gain control 1242 and i can bend you have you bent no. over all day <laughs> long and that's you'll not, never stop that's, that's, that's martial arts martial arts the kimmer now and news weather and traffic on your ride home on news radio 1067 what oh, jesus <laughs> is archie bunker <laughs> and now here's your host yeah. a man who was on vacation for so yeah, long so long even yeah. jack the horse said hey don't you need to be somewhere <laughs> Your voice is like a nail in my head. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> my Jack the Good Boy has a wound I have, I've been treating every day. He got, he got a 
thing on his leg. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. It's only me. It's only Kimmer. Newsbreak Alliance coming up, sponsored by the Signing Doctor. Thank you. Uh, this, however, is one of the birthday boys, Liam Gallagher from Oasis, is 43 today. 1252, a couple of the birthdays. Actor Rob Morrow is 53. He's a good little actor. He was in a Quiz Show. He played the investigator in Quiz Show. Northern and, Exposure. And he was on Northern Exposure, where I think that was his first big role. Yeah. And then he was, he was on Quiz Show, and he's been in other things. He's 53. Uh, Stephen King, the author, creepy, scary to mind on this guy. Stephen King is 68 today. Now, what's that? Uh, sorry. And uh, Nicole Richie's 34. All right, look out. It's at 12.52. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Coming up, maybe after 1 o'clock, I'll, 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 somewhere, I have four tickets to go see the Braves play the Nationals Thursday, October 1st. And there's a post-game concert with country star Sam Hunt. I think he's Mike's brother. He's going to have a big concert right after the game on October 1st. 12.52, News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Bristol Palin is back in the news. She's been blasted, and now she's blasting Putty Tat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House. Uh, and, and we'll talk more about the Pope coming to town, too. He's in Havana, and he's coming to America tomorrow, and he'll be... Uh, he's going to be at the White House, and then he'll do his kind of public appearances on Wednesday. It's coming up, 1252. Uh, it's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the, let's see who's on the newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Secretary of State John Kerry reporting for duty. No, you said duty. Well, Carl said, I don't know what the big deal is. It's just a candy bar. So. <laughs> it's a baby Ruth. What were you thinking? You know, I didn't even realize you were on vacation last week. Really? You didn't realize that? Well, the audio stream that I listened to had the usual Michael Graham endorsement star sweep that covers up most of the actual Kimmer program. <laughs> you know, it was awfully fortuitous of Mr. Kruger to get the late Casey Kasem to record, and now here's nine in a row from Michael Graham. <laughs> right before he died. I don't think that's... You know, as a Catholic, Kimmer. Yes, sir, Catholic. Hi, John Kerry. Yeah. disgusted the way the Pope is yeah. being exploited by a couple of corrupt evil despots. Evil despots? What? what? But enough about me and Obama. How about those Castro brothers? <laughs> oh, yeah. something? oh, I thought first. <laughs> you got to work with me here. We're all infidel, yeah. <laughs> the wrong despots. <laughs> I asked Pope Francis when he comes over here if yeah. maybe he could grant me absolution for betraying my fellow soldiers, placing their lives in danger, yeah. and voting for every late-term abortion bill ever introduced in the Senate. Yeah, that's you. Unfortunately, he was laughing so hard, I don't know how he answered, you know. <laughs> you know, Pope Francis has his critics, but the man yeah. is brilliant. Kemmer, he yeah. has incredible insight. Insight, really? What the... Yeah, like when he said those Charlie Hebdo cartoonists got what was coming to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or when he said that non-existent global warming is a much bigger threat than ISIS, <laughs> yeah. or yeah. that... Thou shalt not kill was just a suggestion, you know. Or, <laughs> you get around to it. Or you know. that the Apostle Paul was drunk when he wrote, He who does not work shall not eat. So, you know, we'll just... <laughs> little biblical commentary from your... missed that day in catechism or something. You know, we all worried about the crowd catechism. Mind. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, it's like we threw out the Constitution, he threw out the catechism. Anyway, yeah, you go. we are worried about crowd, crowd control yeah. during the Pope's visit, the Kimmer. Crowd, so yeah. should the crowd become unruly, yes, sir. we're going to bring out the former owner of the punchline to do 10 or 15 minutes and that should clear him out, you know? Wow. 
I want a cheeseburger. I want a comedy club. <laughs> You'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> you thought your final wife never went to her law office. <laughs> well, she wasn't sure where it was. <laughs> Did you pay the rent on his, too? Some wasted rent there for about two years. I don't know. But anyway, getting back to Pope Francis. Yes, sir. I know there's a lot of people in the news radio sales department that wish Steve McCoy was the Pope. Well, why is that, sir? Well, then they'd only have to kiss his ring. Great to be on the show. Secretary, <laughs> thank you so much. Steve has already ordered mistletoe for his belt. <laughs> John Kerry right here. <laughs> Ship Ahoy Bay there, sailor. Yeah! Bump, 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 bump. Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kipper. 1256. New Zealand has a uh, Sumatran tiger named Oz. And Oz acted like Tiger's Act the other day on Sunday when a zookeeper, a woman who's worked there for many years, stepped inside his cage and he ate her. Oh. Well, see, he's a freaking tiger, okay? What are the, you know, he's a freaking tiger! Tiger! And he ate her, and she's dead. And the zoo, and this is in Wellington, New Zealand, said, hey, he's just being a tiger. They're not going to kill him or send him, they're going to stay where he is. Tiger. <laughs> Tiger, I barely even knew her. <laughs> Too late now, lady. <laughs> 1257 on News Radio 106.7. <laughs> Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. Hi, this is Andy Rooney. Did you ever wonder why anybody would listen to a replay of the Kimmer? much less the real show? No, seriously, be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 for The Kimmer, right here on News Radio 106.7. When Kimmer had his heart attack, yeah. some people didn't believe it was happening. No, Bad I... timing to be playing yeah. charades. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. My, my chest, my chest. <laughs> And actually, again, I, I never felt anything in my chest. I felt things in my throat. And I, I only say that because if, if you're, well, if you have symptoms that don't, you don't think it's a heart attack, it still might be a heart attack. Anyway, I got it's only me, 104. It's only, that was before. That was in the prior time. 104 on News Radio 1067. Here's our number 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Let's do the uh, Braves tickets at 130, okay? 130 during the news. We'll give away the Braves tickets. You can call in 844-404-1067. Jason Derulo, 26 today. This the song is Talk Dirty. <laughs> okay. Couple other birthdays. Actress Maggie Grace is 32. You know who that is? She's the girl from Taken. The Taken. She's the daughter in the Taken movies yeah, with uh, with that phony hypocrite uh, America basher Liam Neeson. Yeah, no guns. He, yeah, he's a guy who hates guns. Thinks America. You you Americans are all crazy because you have so much violence because of your guns. You just people love guns. My God, look at the movies he's in. Yeah. 
Some what a freaking phony. Anyway, she plays the daughter, Maggie Grace. She's 32. She also played uh, one of the uh, hanger-on tramp groupie girls in Californication a couple of seasons ago. 32 years old, Maggie Grace. Uh, Nicole Richie, one of these celebritants who has absolutely nothing to offer anybody except Lionel Richie's name. She's 34 today. Actor Luke Wilson, uh, the former nut job who wanted to kill himself, uh, is 44. No, 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 that's his brother, Owen. Oh, it's Owen. Luke is fine. We like Luke. Uh, Luke's a dark-haired one. Luke was in uh, the movie with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, that one. What? Yeah. Will Ferrell yeah. movie about... Old uh, school. Old school. There you go. Over, well, yeah. We're going streaky. <laughs> Got a Facebook no, post for you. Uh, Facebook update. Facebook update. Here we go. Christy says, Kimmer Caddyshack, one of my favorite comedies of all time. In fact, it's a good way to see if a woman is worth a guy's effort. If she doesn't like Caddyshack, move on. Ouch. What's her name again? And where, what's Christy. her number? And where does she live? And uh, what's Christy. she doing tomorrow? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, we like Christy. <laughs> we like Steph Caddyshack. Say, there you go. And Blazing Saddles. And Blazing Saddles. See, there you go. The sheriff? <laughs> the sheriff is near. <laughs> what do you say? What? Excuse sheriff? me while I whip this out. <laughs> it's near. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> uh, one after another. Anyway, all right, I got it. It's only me. It's only the camera. Here's the number. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Have you heard uh, Hillary Rodham Rodham, Hillary, try to pretend that she's an actual human being now? They did some focus group testing her aides did and everybody said uh she's a cold-hearted witch she needs to be um she needs to needs to seem happier and and needs to show her loving side well she's trying to uh trying to prove that she actually is a human being which she's not by the way i mean look i am a real person with all the pluses and minuses that go along with being that and i've been in the public eye for so long that i think you know it's like the feature that you see in some magazines sometimes Real people actually go shopping, you know? <laughs> and she says uh, she's not an insider. I cannot imagine anyone being more of an outsider than the first woman president. I mean, really, let's think about that. Now, I agree, I, but I, I mean, if you name, line up, if you, you know, all, we these, have not... all these mothers and fathers bring me the placemats with all the presidents, and they bring their daughters, and they say, my daughter has a question for you. And the daughter says, how come there are no girls on this placemat? I'll tell you, I, I almost threw up when I saw this. I mean, this is unbelievable. She's such a phone. And, and I'll say it again. Please, I'm begging you, when she goes before the Benghazi Committee in Congress, all you have to do is ask her some very specific questions. I'll repeat them again at the risk of repeating myself. But it's important we know this. You ask her, Madam Se- former Madam Secretary, when did you first hear about the disaster at Benghazi? When did you hear? What time of day or night did you hear? How did you hear? Who told you? Phone call, letter, aid coming rushing to your, were you at home? Were you sleeping? You know, what, what were the circumstances that you first got word of Benghazi? How did you get word of Benghazi? And what's the first thing you did? What's the first call you made? Who's the first person you talked to? What orders did you give them? And how do you possibly explain that the order came from your office to pretend that it was because of a movie that they were reacting to as a protest. Just ask her very basic questions. The woman, I'm telling you, is a serial liar. Not only that, she was in charge of the entire, well, I got it right here somewhere, the entire nuts and sluts defense. When her husband was, was <laughs> sorry, I got it here somewhere. When her husband was raping women, well, I, I, let me say this. I got a great email here from Mike Etherto 
who uh, writes to the Kimmer, if you're under 50, you really need to read this. We should put this on the Kimmer Show Facebook page. We'll get, we do that later? Right we'll get our top guy on that. <laughs> uh, for example, uh, let's see. Uh, many voters have no knowledge of Travelgate. Hillary wanted to, uh, to award unfettered travel contracts to Clinton friend Harry Thompson, and the White House Travel Office refused to comply. So she had them reported to the FBI and fired. Because they wouldn't do what she wanted to give her sp- friend Harry Thompson special privilege. They ruined uh, this ruined their reputations, cost them their jobs, caused a 36 month investigation. One employee, Billy Dale, was actually charged with a crime, the enormous crime of mixing personal and White House funds. A jury found him innocent in less than two hours. Then she recommended a close Clinton friend, Craig Livingstone, for position of director of White House security. When he was investigated for illegally accessing 900 FBI files of the Clinton enemies, which was her file gate, and the widespread use of drugs by White House staff, Hillary suddenly and the president suddenly denied they even knew Livingstone and denied any use of drugs in the White House. The FBI closed its White House liaison office after more than 30 years of service to seven presidents because of her being a leader in the scandal. When women started coming forward with allegations of sexual harassment and rape by Bill Clinton, Hillary was in charge of the, quote, bimbo eruption and scandal defense. Some of her notable decisions in the debacle, there was the famous nuts and sluts defense, where she said these women are just sluts and they're all nuts. Uh, They're just attacking her husband because part of an evil right-wing cabal. Remember those words? She urged her husband not to settle with Paula Jones. After the Ken Starr investigation, they settled with Paula Jones. She refused to release Whitewater documents, which led to the appointment of Ken Starr as special prosecutor. After $80 million of taxpayer money was spent, Ken Starr's investigation led to Monica Lewinsky, which led to Bill lying under oath about her affair with him. Bill lost his license to practice law for lying under oath to a grand jury. Remember that? He lost his license to practice law. He was impeached. They didn't convict him, but he was impeached, which means to go to trial. She invited indictment on her own for perjury and obstruction of justice during Ken Starr's investigation. During her testimony under oath, she said, I do not recall or I don't know, 56 times. When she left the White House, Hillary was forced to return $200,000 in White House furniture, china, and artwork, which she stole when she left. She had to give it back, $200,000. Now we're exposed through the destruction of incriminating emails while she was Secretary of State and the pay-to-play schemes of the Clinton Foundation. And you would, as a woman, you would vote for this person? She's a disgrace. Oh, I can't wait for that testimony in October. At 112. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on there News we go. Radio 1067. Look out now. Ah, this is Larry Munson. <laughs> hey, Larry. Now hi. here's your host, a guy who was on vacation yeah. for so long. Yeah. He almost ran out of things to be miserable about. <laughs> Here he is, a guy who made me look like Mr. Sunshine, the Kimmer. <laughs> Larry never liked me. I don't know why. I treated him with tremendous deference and respect, and he tried to ruin everything I ever did on the radio with Skinny Bobby Harper and Kathy Fishman back many years ago. 119 on News Radio 1067. Oh, by the way, speaking of old uh, work uh, uh, people who worked, Pat McDonald, didn't you say uh, we just got an, a, a Facebook thing from him? Was, was it a fairly amusing? You might want to oh, yeah. say it. <laughs> so that would be a cue when I say, Jim, when you get a Facebook from Pat McDonald, used to be my big boss back across the street there, and he contacted us on the uh, commercial Facebook page. My God, man.
did, didn't he? If you can only find it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stall. I got a minute here. Bruce Springsteen on this day in 1975 released the Born to Run album in 1975. All right, ready? There we go, yeah. It's got a dog looking at you. It says, one day that mailman is going to murder all of you. And I'll be like, ha, 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 ha. Who needs to quit their barking and go lie down now? <laughs> And also, did you get a chance to put the video of the 3D thing on there? Oh, yeah. From uh, Bryant Edwards. He's, I, this is amazing. Uh, come in today, and, and I got a package, and it's a 3D sculpture of the Eagle Globe and Anchor, the Marine Corps emblem. And it's a, 3D, it's a thing you're holding. It's a 3D thing. I'm holding my hand. And he came from a picture. It's a, he has a 3D printer, and he put a picture of, of the Eagle Globe and Anchor, and it made an actual thing out of it. I mean, it's not, and it's, made, it's light. It feels like paper like paper mache or something uh but it's a it's a 3d i'm uh, i you know i am so far behind oh in fact i'm i'm also with my vanity fair uh, magazine pete i give i give it to pete every time i read vanity fair magazine i read it for the articles i mean it's all foof with the, the table of contents is usually on page 107 and all the rest of it is ads i mean it's just all these glossy i'm not a man <laughs> liberal thing they have they have columns about uh, some lady who her favorite things in her office oh you know stuff like it's just totally foo-foo but they i'm have, an educated man <laughs> have some great articles including one on these uh, uh, do you know what a unicorn is you know the modern term unicorn? You know what that stands for, what it means nowadays? A unicorn is a billion-dollar startup company, like Uber. Uber was a company that some guy said, you know what, we should get our own like kind of semi-taxi service. We'll do a call it Uber. It's now worth $50 billion. Wow. $50 billion. There are startup companies now involved with Zuckerberg at Facebook. Uh, by A 17-year-old kid designed in his father's garage a uh, a headset to give you virtual reality. So you put on this headset, and you are now in another world. Is it called the Oculus Rift? Oculus Rift. And it's a billion. He, it's, uh, Zuckerberg just gave him $2 billion to buy it. There. Yeah. This 17-year-old kid working in his father's garage just got $2 billion from Zuckerberg. For Oculus Rift. And, and the, when you think about it, remember I told you the way to beat uh, commuter traffic is eventually one day you'll think you're in an office with all your co-workers when you're really not because it'll be virtual reality. And you can walk down the hall and go to the bathroom and you can go to the printing machine. You can go to have a meeting with somebody and you'll never leave your, and you'll never leave your spot because it's all in your head. It's all in this headset. Where are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Don't focus on that, mister. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. Uh, but, but, I mean, it's unbelievable. These startup companies are worth billions, and they're called unicorns. And, I, and I'm thinking, Mike, who has the kind of creativity to come up with this stuff and then put it in use? Um, 3D printers, you can make something from a picture? That Oculus Rift is being used by Ole Miss and other teams to show you how yeah. you can play football right. better. Absolutely. That's one of the first purposes, really? was, just, was yeah. to show how your body reacts to uh, various things happening on the field. So the coaches can see how you react and what your first step is. They can watch you by being basically inside your body. 122. Hey, Newsbreaker Line, let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Kuma, this is Charles Buckley. <laughs> Whoa, Charles, how you doing, sir? Can you hear me okay? I got you now. We got better. Yes, sir. Man, I feel terrible. Terrible? What, what happened, Charles? I mean, not only did I lose five dimes on the Giants <laughs> against the Falcons yesterday, yeah. my Auburn Tigers played terrible played against Auburn. LSU, man. Yeah. Wow, LSU. You thought Kirk Cobain got his head handed to him. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
I mean, LSU beat our brains out, too, Kim. It was terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. The LSU chili, they did push-ups after every touchdown. Push-ups, did they? I didn't know if I was watching a football game or a video of your final wife and Shannon Sharp <laughs> working out. No, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a damn lie. <laughs> That's a total I thought they called it clean and jerk. I don't, you know. <laughs> That's a weightlifting move, sir. <laughs> I tried to watch some of that GOP debate on CNN. Yeah, Kimmel, that was terrible, that was too. terrible, sir. Yeah, critics were saying something that John Boy had never heard in his entire life. Well, what's that, sir? It's too long. <laughs> it, was it, it just lasted forever. I, I wish it had been shorter, you know. It's three hours is what I meant. Yikes. Yes, sir. Well, Tiger Woods, my old yeah. buddy, went in for uh, yet another back surgery. Back surgery. I mean, who the hell did the first procedure, Kim? A doctor said? <laughs> Life. I used to love that Life Chiropractic jingle when I was growing up. That Life Chiropractic jingle? Good old Sid, he no quack. He played doctor on your back. <laughs> With a knick-knack, paddywhack, move around some bones, take your money and send you home. <laughs> I don't think that's their jingle, sir. I'm almost positive. I understand Tiger's committed to a quick recovery this time around, Kim. He's committed this time, sir? Yeah, he's already looking for a physical therapist who specializes in happy endings. <laughs> for the Secretary of Army. Yeah. Talk about terrible. That guy's openly gay, He's Kimmel. a gay Army chief, yeah. I, I guess you know what that means. What, what's that, sir? Well, our next war will be a musical. <laughs> Open fire! <laughs> Here come the bombs! <laughs> Try to remember. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Eric Fannin, the new Army Secretary, working on a new smart bomb that yeah. don't destroy buildings, Kim. Don't destroy buildings? Won't it you? just rearranges the furniture. <laughs> oh, Charles. And as you mentioned, I cannot believe the president President put it, Tad, and yeah. told our soldiers yeah. not to look the other way when Afghan commanders are abusing young boys. Yeah, abusing young boys? Well, not completely look the other way. I mean, Barry has asked him to snap a few pictures, you know. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> on so personal use. I mean, what does he care? He already got the Slims <laughs> the anyway, slims. right? The Slims, <laughs> <laughs> Great to be on the Thank show, you, Charles, yeah. so very much. <laughs> If the bookies ain't looking for me, the CIA gonna be soon. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you. <laughs> Look out! It's Charles and the gang. Hold on, John, you're coming up. A news radio 1067. We'll get his call. Then we'll give away these tickets to the Braves. Also, have you seen some of the signs? ESPN has been, you know, they do this uh, this Saturday foot, uh, college football game day, and they go to places where the students hold up signs in the background. Oh man, it's getting ugly. There was we just watched some uh, uh, Fox had been talking about it on TV. Uh, one of the signs said um, the uh, uh, old Miss women are easier than OSU schedule. Uh, oh, I mean, I mean, br- brutal, absolutely brutal. And when stuff. you know it, the first real complaints come from Tuscaloosa. Tus- yeah, Alabama fan. Oh man, I mean, just they're getting ugly and nasty, funny as heck. I got I mean, f- make you laugh out loud. Yeah. Uh, well, Pete, t- Ole Miss won, so yeah. you can be in a good mood. All right, one twenty-seven <laughs> tickets next, and John's coming up on News Radio one hundred six seven. Look out.
This is Dr. Billy Graham, <laughs> hey, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes, sir, is brought to you by the Falcons. Oh. They're undefeated, yes, and the Kimmer still has a job. <laughs> I think these are two signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> and now, here's your yeah. host, Kim yeah, Peterson. Yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> it's still early. <laughs> Danak, 135. Uh, News Radio 1067. All right, you baby boomers, Grammy and Gramps. This was the day, 1957. (laughs) Stop that honking. (laughs) Somebody step on a duck. (laughs) The legal mystery drama, Perry Mason, starring Raymond Burr, premiered on CBS TV, and no one had any idea back in the 50s that he was gay, and it it probably would have been an oops, a disaster, had people known it, but it, nobody knew it, and it didn't matter, and he was very... Is it wrong for a man? <laughs> Barry Mason, uh, 19, this day in 1957. Also, uh, this was the day in 1996, John John got married, John F. Kennedy Jr. On this day, 1996, married Carolyn Bessette in a secret ceremony on Cumberland Island, Georgia, and later basically murdered her and her sister because he thought uh, he could do anything and never have to pay any consequences for his own stupidity. They didn't live happily. Uh, no, they died happily ever after at the bottom of the freaking bay outside of Boston. You'll recall that uh, John John Kennedy uh, decided to fly his loving bride and her sister. I think I think that was the only three on the plane. Might, yeah, I can't remember yeah. if there, I think it was only three. And decided to fly them to wherever they were. Uh, Cumberland Island, I think. No, they were going to Boston from Boston to Cape to, Cod, wasn't it? Wouldn't they go into Cape Cod? Or Nantucket, yeah. Anyway, we're going. And he took a, he, he had had a, he had a busted up foot. He had a cast on his foot. And they were going at dusk. And he thought, oh, I can fly. This is, we'll be fine. I'm a pilot. We can do this. Well, he was flying upside down and never knew it. It can happen. You can be so disoriented, especially at that time of day, that he had been flying upside down and never knew it and ended up crashing into the ocean. And they were alive when they hit the water and drowned in the plane going down the sea. And they did it because he he could he you know he I don't think he was instrument rated and he he should have been I mean it was just a just a terrible scandal he killed his wife and her sister and the family paid a fortune to get out of that deal there anyway uh, one thirty seven all right let's open up these phone lines give away these tickets I'm going to get to John here in just a second eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven I have four tickets Braves and the Nationals Thursday October first and there's a post game concert with country star Sam Hunt will be included. Uh, Braves game, four tickets, Thursday, October 1st, and the post-game concert. And if you want them, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We'll give those away as uh, whoever wants them. Uh, here's uh, John on News Radio 1067. John, welcome aboard, sir. How's it going? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, you brought up East Lake Country Club a while ago, and, and it reminded me when I bought my first home in 1968 uh-huh. on Alston Drive, which was across the street. Yeah. On the memorial side and what occurred over there I'm, I'm sure you're aware of it but it's one of these things that just sort of comes and goes in the middle of the night in the mid-70s they brought a uh, minority family in and put them in a home and people woke up the next day and went out of there like the wildfires in uh in uh, california and, and my point is this you know people have a right to live anywhere they want to but when newsweek and time magazine coined the phrase block busing yeah I, I thought that was pretty callous you know that they used a minority. Yeah, absolutely. Folks. And it and, and 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 I stayed there as long as I could. 
family got bigger than the house. It's funny how that happens during these ice storms. They have an electrical power. <laughs> they got to do something. <laughs> hey, honey. You got to stay warm somehow, <laughs> There <pal>. you go. <laughs> if there ain't a train around, then that, what I'm looking at. At any it. rate, yeah. I, I stayed there for uh, probably the late uh, 70s. Yeah. And then I moved over to uh, Wesley Chapel, and I stayed there, which is off I-20 and Kelly Chapel. I stayed there until 79. Yeah. But, you know, I watch East Lake Country Club just sort of go down the toilet because nobody yeah. wanted to live over there. Well, it was too violent. It, it wasn't a racial thing. It was violence. They called it Little Vietnam uh, during Vietnam War and, and years after because, I mean, literally, I mentioned earlier, we gave away tickets to go see East Lake, the tour championship uh, sponsored by Coca-Cola uh-huh. coming up. Uh-huh. And uh, I mentioned it was called Little Vietnam, and there were actually lotteries. The, the caddies and the players would have a lottery on the first tee to see what hole they'd be on when they heard the first gunshot. Well, I moved back up here in 2001. I took my wife, and we drove over there. And, uh, of course, I've had a carry permit for many years, uh, starting down in Florida in 86. Yeah. And I literally took it out of the glove box and took it out of the holster. I thought, what Absolutely. in the world? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And being a Vietnam vet, I didn't come home to get shot by a total stranger. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, welcome so, home, John. I appreciate it. And the reason I mentioned earlier was because I was remarkable, remarking at the incredible job that Tom Cousins did to turn all that around. He, he put millions of dollars and demanded millions of dollars from the members to make that a community where people could live in, in, uh, in a more, much more safety and comfort. And what a tremendous effort he put forward. And I know Pete hates him because he got rid of the hockey team with the Flames. And, uh, it's bygones, bygones. All right, let's get some take. Here's Kathy on News Radio 1067. Hi, Kathy. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. Excellent. Are you looking for tickets to go see the Braves and the Nationals Thursday, October 1st? I am. What? We're a big, uh, we're not really, well, we're Braves fans, but not right now. Um, Sam Hunt is our, um, you know, we like to. Oh, no kidding. Him. Now, um, for people, yeah. I'm not really familiar. I love country music, and I have a lot of uh, favorite songs and so forth, but I don't really know much about Sam Hunt. What, what's, has uh-huh. he got a favorite song? He does. What, and what is it? What is the favorite song? What's the name of it? I know what it, how did I, I don't know the name of it. Well, sing it, it for me. Sing it for me. Oh, wait a minute. Can you sing it for me? Come it. on, who is what your husband out of town? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, he's right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, that's your husband. Yeah, I got no, well, yeah, have somebody yeah, sing yeah. something for us. <laughs> somebody sing something, I'll give you these tickets. Oh, what do you uh okay. Oh, they can you see? Well, <laughs> I don't think that Sam Hunt's known for that one, but you know what? What the heck? I'm I'm running late, so what's that? You hear that the Braves game. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, then you're you. I tell you what, uh, Kathy, we're going to give you these tickets, four tickets to go see the Braves and Nationals Thursday October. Oh, heartbreaker! <laughs> no, no, wait till this weekend. Uh, we'll give Kathy the tickets, and because uh, I'm running late and I'm out of, out of time, so we'll give her the tickets. Okay, fine. All right, there you go. All right, now we got newsbreaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Sliding Doctor. Doctor. We'll also we'll also uh, talk sports with Pete later. Falcons two and zero. I mean, you got to be a couple of weird victories, but you know they're two and zero. Yeah. You gotta you gotta love what they're doing, and uh, we'll. Talk talk about the afghan soldiers we'll talk about the secretary of the uh, veterans department is now blaming us vietnam veterans uh, for causing all the problems of, of the waits and delays because there are too many of us demanding services oh excuse me because i got freaking prostate cancer from agent orange and i wanted to go to the va to find out about it yeah pardon me i really feel guilty about it you sucker kiss my foot what a bunch of crap God, yeah you're welcome by the way uh, 142. We're the only white people here. <laughs> you mind if we dance with your dates? Why no? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Here we go. News Radio 1067. Look out now. This is Morgan Freeman. Morgan. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show 
is brought to you by Miss Daisy. Miss Daisy. The only woman I ever met who needed a driver worse than Amanda Davis. <laughs> and now here's your host, for the time being, Kim Peters. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Live here in the van down by the river. Rented truck drivers coming up. News Megaline coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. By the way, his last two shows that uh, I had the pleasure of going to on Friday and Saturday uh, on my vacation week at the Swan Coach House were knockouts. Just, man, was that fun. We'll do that some more, and we'll keep you posted next time he's around. We can go see him, too. Uh, Aretha Franklin says she just doesn't feel like being in a car or a motorhome for a while, so she's canceling her shows next month because she's too darn tired. Aretha Franklin drove to the West Coast over the summer. She says, I just can't get in the van again. Aretha's 73 years old, and she's afraid to fly. So she doesn't. She's like John Madden. She won't fly, so she takes tour buses. But she says that she's just too tired. She can't get on another bus for a while, so she's taking a couple of months off. But she'll be back. She'll be back. A couple of birthdays. Uh, actress Cheryl Hines. The uh, toothy woman from the Larry David Show and other things. Cheryl Hines is 50. TV talk show host Ricky Lake. Now, I don't believe this. Says she's 47. Hell, she's been around for 30 years. Wow. Ricky Lake, 47. And um, let's see. Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer, is 72 today. Right, let's get back to the phones. 151 on News Radio 106. Oh, we got Brent the Truck Driver coming up here on News Radio 1067 in a minute. Also, um, I want to tell you a story about a, a, about a cop in Alpharetta that I find myself driving alongside of and just got very, and you know, I just hate driving next to a cop. If I'm not doing anything wrong, don't you just hate that? And all of a sudden, oh, my God, there's a cop. There's a cop. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Everything's fine. Anyway, we'll tell you. Oh, wait, there's a news breaker line. Let's see who's on the old news breaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Donald Trump calling <laughs> back. You know, I don't... Well, it's great to have you back again, well, Donald. I hope so. You know, I don't want to dominate the show because I'm no. sure Brett has, a you know, <laughs> a whole week's worth of sucking saved up, you know. For... <laughs> I was gone, so... He hasn't been able to kill the momentum in damn near seven days, so I'll get off quick. But I, no, no. When we were talking earlier, yes, sir. I had an exclusive for your show, Cameron. Yeah. I didn't get to announce it. I, oh. Donald Trump, have a new plan. It's going to save the taxpayers a huge amount of money. It's going to be great. Really? It's going to be the best tax savings ever. Wow. What's the plan? What okay, do you... my plan. Yeah. I'm going to make Marco Rubio vice president and White House gardener. <laughs> well, he... He's Spanish, so Cuban. <laughs> That's very nice of you, sir, to offer. Well, everybody's pushing me to go over to D.C. and, yeah. you know, get a private audience with the Pope. The and Pope, I said, yeah. you know, it would be a big thrill for him, I'm sure. But, you know, Kimmer, what's really in that for me? <laughs> I mean, I would be the first person to ever say to the Holy Father, yeah. hey, iron my shirt. <laughs> Pope is off his rocker. He thinks that global warming is real. Yeah. The Kimmer show has a future and the punchline <laughs> is going to reopen. I mean, this man. <laughs> is out of it, I'm telling you. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> you know, we haven't talked since last Wednesday night's yeah. debate. What did you think about it, Kimmer? Well, you know, you, you got the platitudes. You got the people talking about well, it. Well, I mean, I just think it's time for us to talk about the elephant in the room. W what's that, sir? Chris Christie. I mean, the man <laughs> no. is huge. He has his own zip code, for God's sake. <laughs> how, do you lose, how do you go on gastric bypass and gain weight? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Didn't he complain when somebody hit him with their car? Oh, yeah, they say. Governor Christie said, why do you go around me? He said, the governor, I didn't think I had enough gas to get around you, you know? <laughs> 
Thank you gas. so much for that. <laughs> hey, you know, he went swimming now in New Jersey over at the ocean. He, he, did, yeah. he left a ring around the Atlantic. And what's the deal with Jeb Bush and all the flip-flopping, Kimmer? Flip-flopping with Jeb? I mean, as John Madden might say, hey, folks, here's a guy who changes positions more often than Jam- Jenna Jameson. Boom. <laughs> Jenna Jameson Jenna in English. The God bless the joke had a chance. Had a chance there, sure. He could Google it. Yeah. You know. Congratulations to Jason Day's taking over the golf world. Yeah, Jason. You know, he's almost as good as me. I shot 66 from the tips. Not that I want to mention you that at Doral. Never shot a very heavy win, you know. I yes, putted everything out. Yeah, know. sure. No gimmies. No mulligans. <laughs> That's right. Don't count that I was interfered with. Yeah, what's your rules? <laughs> Jason Day, this guy reminds me a lot of uh, Lorena Bobbitt, you know. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, he pretty much grips it and rips it, you know. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to our U.S. women's LPGA team, Kimmer. They came yeah. from way behind in Germany to win the Solheim Cup yesterday. Solheim Cup, yeah. Winners. Yeah, Robert Stack called it the Canyon Comeback, the Shag <laughs> Surge, the Rug Rally, the Tuna Turnaround, <laughs> the Wee Field Win. <laughs> Just very poetic today, sir. <laughs> You know, I was afraid I was going to call the U.S. women's uh, golf team. Yeah, and yeah. I was afraid after all that celebrating, you know, they'd be kind of bushed and all, you know. It's, well, it could be very tired. It's a, a lot time of, change from lot Germany. I golf think is. I should have stopped with gripping and ripping. <laughs> that might have been a good point, sir. <laughs> Everybody's a critic. I'm hoping Brett will hang up. Yeah, he all. did. He just he said, hung up. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> See, you can do something for everybody. Thank you. I finally did something. <laughs> Thank you, the Donald, right here on News Radio 1067. Oh, mercy. Look out. All right, hold on. They've got stories, got topics, got another song for you, the Newsbreaker Line song. Uh, coming up here shortly on News Radio 1067. Let's get to Stitches, the truck driver. Stitches, welcome aboard. How's it going with you today? There you go. I'm I got a good. horn to give. I have to give you a blow. I mean, a blow horn. On the horn, sure, exactly. Yeah. Tell you what, I was listening to your show last week, and yeah. um, you're all reruns, and you had that pinko, commie, bedwetting, tree hugging, Obama rectal sucking liberal, David. Yeah, David, I mean, yeah. you should bring him back. I mean, honestly, I need to know who to vote for, and anybody that he supports, I'm going the other way. There you go. <laughs> Switch you it, or him call. Yeah. So, I mean, if he says, I'm going for that one, I am definitely marking the other one. I don't care if I am a Republican. There you go. Stitches, you have a great day. Be careful out there, sweet girl. 156, it's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Coming up, Bristol Palin's back in the news. And by the way, that kid named Mohammed who made that clock that looked like a bomb. Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed, Ahmed Mohammed. Yeah, Ahmed Mohammed. That's his name. Built a clock that looked like a bomb. Took it to school, and the people went nuts. I would have wrestled him to the ground. It looked like a freaking bomb. Yeah. It wasn't a clock. It looked like a bomb. What if it had been, and they hadn't done anything? Then, well, you should have known it looked like a bomb. Yeah, but I thought it was a clock. Idiots. God. One fifty-seven on News Radio one zero six seven. Mercy. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3 from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. News Nugget, this is Herman Kane, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kimmer's a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. 
The Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. We don't want to say that Kimmer's a little slow, well, no, but he I... believes Cheerios are donut seeds. Well, the Kimmer I... Show on News Radio 1067. If you tell something, you know, you've got to believe it. Uh, what happened here, John Boy? Give me a little music there if you want. There you go. I ran out of songs. I, I had very few. We had came in this morning, and the uh, almanacs of the history and the birthdays and stuff was all screwed up. So I had a very short list of songs that I wanted John Boy to pick out for me today, and I just ran out the last hour. So I'm John Boy's going to do music uh, from here on out for the rest of the program. And uh, hold on, Taylor, I got your call. We'll get right to the stuff here. A couple of things. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Here's a number eight four four. 404-1067. This was the day in 1912. Harry Houdini first publicly performed his famous water torture cell trick at the Circus Bush in Berlin. And that's one where he was hanging upside down in a straitjacket in a water chamber and he has to get out without drowning. Oh, man. In fact, they, he got pneumonia uh, because of that one time. They had to save him once, if I'm not mistaken. And he and, and he actually remember he died because he someone punched him in the stomach. He said, "You can hit me in the stomach as hard as you want." And a guy did, and hit him so hard that he had like sepsis of his liver. He or surprised something. him. He would. He yeah, he wasn't around. ready. Yeah. yeah, he turned around and the guy slugged him, and he wasn't ready. He hadn't strengthened his muscles up, or oh, and he killed him. Basically. I thought he died doing that trick. I think he got pneumonia from that. I don't think he died from that. I think it was a punch in the stomach, but it might have been a combination of everything. But either way, that was 1912. On uh, this day, uh, John Boy, you know Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon? Attica. Attica, Attica. Well, that movie opened on this day in 1975. Here we go. All right, look out. Holy crap, it's sports with Pete coming up here. Newsbank Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor, coming up here. And I mentioned the bomb business of the, the kid, the little stinky little kid named Ahmed Mohammed, who brought a bomb to school, MacArthur High School in Irving, Texas. Okay, he said it was a clock. It sure looked like a bomb. And uh, he got uh, arrested on suspicion of bringing a bomb to school. And, of course, it wasn't a bomb. It was a clock he built to show his engineering teacher. Uh, and hold on, Taylor, I'm going to get right to your call. Bristol Palin uh, tweeted out about the case where she said, uh, the President Obama tweeted out, you saw the story, was, I guess it was last week, we're on vacation. Uh, President Putitat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House, actually tweeted the following, quote, Cool clock, Ahmed. Want to bring it to the White House? We should inspire more kids like you to do like science. It's what makes America great. Well, Bristol Palin on her own blog said this is the kind of stuff Obama needs to stay out of. This encourages more racial strife that's already going on with a Black Lives Matter crowd and encourages victimhood. She said the police clearly made a mistake, but why put more people against them? Why egg it on? Childish games like this from our president have divided our country even more today than when he was elected. Bristol Palin. By the way, would you please stop knocking her up? I'm just saying. I'm just, you know. I'm it's sorry. A, <laughs> anyway, here's Taylor on News Radio 1067. Taylor, welcome aboard. I appreciate your holding. What's up? Hey, no problem, Kimmer. I'm a big time fan, brother. You do a great job. Outstanding. You're very kind. Welcome aboard. You know, this thing looked like a bomb. Hell, I'd have wrestled him to the ground. I would have too, but I, here's my take on the whole thing. I, you know, profiling's wrong, and everybody's getting caught up in the racism of it all. But here's the thing: if the school thought it was a bomb, why was the school not evacuated? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't have any answers to anything. I'm so I'm messed up about this whole business. And now, have you heard what's going on about Ben Carson? 
when he said he didn't think a Muslim, uh, an Islamic follower, would be a very good president. He wouldn't wouldn't want to have a Muslim as president. And now he's being bashed uh, by those idiots at the Islam. What is it? The official title is the uh, is Council on American Islamic. I hate America and all you Americans relations committee. I think that's the official name, uh, now saying he's not fit to be president because he has religious views uh, that are contrary to uh, what Islam teaches, you know, like Sharia law. My God. And now they're demanding that he drop from the race and he's not fit to be president. Unbelievable. You know, if you wanted to come up with a cunning plan to sneak a bomb into the White House yeah. and blow up the president. Yeah, bring it to bring it to the White House. See, it's a yeah. clock. It looks like, oh, sure, it looks like a bomb. You know, it's got the fuse on it and a brown black ball like they did in the old cartoons. You know, Jesus. But it's a clock, I swear. No, it's a magic eight ball. It's that old thing you get at the Dive and Dime store, the old magic eight ball. Am I going to get lucky tonight? Mm, no. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, what a bunch of freaking idiots. Yeah. Of course they were going to do something. It looked like a bomb at a school. I mean, what's been happening? It's, oh, jeez. I mean, you can't, I just I can't believe it. I can't believe it. All right, here's uh, Brian. Hey, Brian, this is my 3D guy. Brian uh, from uh, sent me my fabulous 3D Marine, Marine Corps Eagle Globe and Anchor made from a picture on a 3D printer. Brian, I am uh, I am absolutely flabbergasted. I appreciate it, too. It was really, really cool, man. Kimmer, there's no problem. I just you enjoy it. Absolutely. It was beautiful. How long did it take you to do it? Uh, about six hours. Wow. Now, and for people who don't know what I'm talking about, um, it's on the Kimmer Show Facebook page. There's actually video of me turning it in my hand around. <clears throat> and you did this from a, a photograph, right? Yes, sir. I, I uh, did it off of a, a website called Thingiverse. I downloaded it from there, and then I just put it on a flash drive and put it into my 3D printer. And what what's the material? What it feels like it's like paper mache or like a wiffle ball plastic or something, or maybe paper, a hardened paper. What's it? What's the material? The material is a P. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a ABS plastic, kind of like your uh, your computer keyboard or the the plastic on your computer. It's made out of that type of material. Wow, it's very light. Is it? And I've I have, I've been very careful with it. Is it sturdy or is it breakable? It's pretty sturdy. Um, there's some places where if it goes too thin, it can be, uh, it, it can have some wear on it, and it could break. But for the most part, it, you know, if you print something pretty thick, it's going to withstand a lot. Well, this new technology is amazing to me. What, what do you what do you use your 3D printer for? Is it a business thing or just for a hobby? I'm just actually starting my business, so I haven't really got a whole bunch of, you know, things set already. Um, I'm trying to get it going. Um, but what what will you make, or what do you? If you were to advertise, uh, what would you say the people you could make for them that would uh, help help you make a living making three D printer stuff? Camera, I can make anything you can imagine. <laughs> you know, someone said you you could make body parts. You could make an artificial arm for God's sake. Yes, sir. You can you can make uh, you can make skin. You can make uh, body parts. They have a edibles machine where you can print in 3D and food, and you can actually print what you want to eat and eat it. Oh, wait a minute. Now, this is I, this is unbelievable. I mean, so you can make an apple and eat an apple, and it would be an apple? You can make a hamburger and eat a <laughs> Yeah, but it couldn't taste like a hamburger if it's made out of plastic, right? I mean, does it have flavorings in it or what? Yeah, it would have flavoring. It would taste just like a, a hamburger. Oh, my you God. Can, you can make French fries, <laughs> and it would print out French fries. 
Holy smokes. Well, anyway, uh, my my uh, very best wishes and uh, and appreciation for a very, very cool memento, which I have on my desk. And uh, well, job well done, uh, Brian. And thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. I mean, this technology is just, it's unbelievable. It's and I mentioned earlier Vanity Fair magazine. I'm reading right now. I'll bring it into you. I'm almost done, Pete. I'll bring it in a couple of days probably. And it has uh, this new technology. These unicorn companies are called unicorns. They're billion-dollar startups. And kids, the kid who made Oculus Rift. Headsets where you have 3D virtual reality, actually where you think you're in another room, another city, another... You can take a vacation with this thing, and and you're actually doing it without ever moving. And he was a 17-year-old kid, did it in his dad's garage. He just sold it to Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook for $2 billion. 212. 212. Well, I have a feeling it won't be so hard for me to resign. First year. Speed sports sports is coming. (laughs) The Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic are more right home. Thank you. News Radio 106.7. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. (laughs) Oh, man. I got this, though. Remember, John Boy? And now, sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn, Basketball Hall of Famer artist Gilmore, 66. Hall of Fame jockey Ellie, Eddie Delahousse, 64. Cecil Fielder, 52. And Greg Jennings, a football player, 32. And now, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. Falcons are now 2-0 and after taking care of business in New Jersey, coming from 10 points down to meet the Giants 24-20. to yeah. For the second straight week, the Giants had a questionable decision. And according to The Onion, yes. Giants officials have confirmed that yeah. the team is moving 69-year-old coach Tom Coughlin to an assisted coaching facility <laughs> where he can get proper supervision, especially during the fourth quarter. That 24-hour care, you know. Uh, the Falcons now face the Cowboys in Dallas this Sunday. Without. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, Cowboys will be without Tony Romo with a broken clavicle. Oh. I used to play the clavicle. It was. I have a broken mind. Did you see the, the when that big fat load fell on him and squ- squashed him into the dirt? Of course he did it on purpose. Good. How many? Absolutely good. It's about, you know, they've been coddling, especially yeah. quarterbacks and receivers for years now. And finally, when you get a chance to take a big shot at one, you take it. That's right. I was mad as hell. <laughs> I'm not going to take going down. The boys will also be without their best receiver. The best running back and their tight end is two sprained ankles and a sprained knee. Oh, man. But winning in Dallas has always been tough. That's so, true. Uh, I had a tough time watching the NBC broadcast of the national game last night, Cowboys and Eagles. Really? Because they didn't have a female rugby player in the booth to give me expert and analysis of the game like ESPN has with a chick softball player doing the Sunday night baseball game. Well, she's played softball. That's the same as professional baseball, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The Braves went the Phillies yesterday. Peter Moreland, the win and relief of Julio Tehran, touch rust rod, got the loss for Philly. Not sure that's the name, sir. (laughs) Bravos and... He's from the, the Hershey, Pennsylvania restaurant. Oh, well, that's a different story. <laughs> Bravo's in Flushing tonight to face the Mets. Shelby Miller against Jonathan Neese. Neese. Because I hate pieces, two pieces. I think, you know, don't, have you don't correct here? me on that, but I no. think this game is for first place. Oh, first place of what? I don't know. <laughs> on this date, 1951, in his Major League debut, Cardinals pitcher Jack Collum threw a two-hit shutout against the Cubs at Sportsman's Park in St. Louis. The rookie southpaw had a natural screwball. Why, you ask? Why do you have a natural screwball? Because ball? he had lost part of his index finger in a farm accident. Oh, the, the oh. famous thresher uh, mishap of some kind? Georgia has moved up to 7th in the AP College football poll. Georgia Tech dropped to 20th after blowing it in South Bend. Yeah. Uh, finding Irish player Drew Tranquil tore his ACL celebrating a play during the game. Oh, I saw that. His screams and cries of agony captured by NBC's cameras and microphones. It's kind of gross. Yeah, it's very gross. Very gross. The but, bu- you know, you, you know, the first thing I said was, say, 
good. You know, if you celebrate like an idiot, think you're some so special that you get to jump around like a freaking clown, then you deserve to hurt yourself like an idiot. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying. I mean, you know, my God, you know, my coach would have benched me if I'd have done that. The Buckeyes still number one despite a bad performance against Northern Illinois. Spartans number two. A side note. Absolutely no one of any merit has ever graduated from Michigan State. Now, damn it, sir, I have a master's degree from Michigan State University, and I was there with Billy Joe Dupree, who became something of a tight end for the Dallas Cowboys years ago. Ole Miss and the Horned Frogs are tied for third after the Rebels beat the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. Bama falls to 12th. LSU is eighth after spanking Auburn. And this just did from the onion. Yeah. Saying that they hope to make traveling to and from football games more convenient and enjoyable, yeah. officials from LSU's athletic department announced that the university will now offer a round-trip stadium shuttle bus to transport Tigers fans back to the woods. Oh. <laughs> Beginning this Saturday, fans can use the new Tiger bus to ride directly from the bushlands to the game and back. <laughs> Beginning six hours before kickoff, fans can catch the bus at any of the numerous stops it will take at various ravines, <laughs> forest clearings, and swamps near Baton Rouge. With return trips to the remote wilderness, we'll begin at the start of the game's fourth quarter. The Tiger bus is the perfect way to skip the hassle of the parking lot and helps ensure that all of our fans get back to the far reaches of the forest safely. <laughs> well done, Pete. Sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. Holy crap, it's sports. 224. How about a news break line? Let's use any old news break line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmy. This is uh, Donald Trump calling. You know, I'm, yes, I'm very confused. I kind of got the runaround last week by your radio station. Well, what do you mean, sir? I, well, well, I called in last week, you know, right after the debate, and they yeah. said they were running the best of Kimmer. Yeah. And I said, well, what the hell are you going to do with the other 14 hours and 59 minutes, for God's sake? I mean, you know, it's a very short You thought show. Guy Ritchie had a big hole to fill. <laughs> well, that's because he was you a producer with a lot of characters. He divorced got Madonna divorced and Donald and Trump. He never really got over her, I think. Well, Kimmer, let me, we haven't talked since the debate last <laughs> yes, week. Sir. Let me yeah. set the record straight yeah. on something on the Kim Peterson show. All right, sir, please. Sir. I, Donald Trump, never said, nor did I imply, yeah, yeah. that President Obama is a practicing Muslim. You never said that. The man has been a Muslim for over 50 years. The last thing he needs is practice, okay? <laughs> See, we all I'm misunderstood. sorry, calling Barack Obama a devout Christian, yeah. hell, that's like calling Mr. Kruger a loyal fan of the Kimmer Show. I'm not going to do it. It's ridiculous. It's not up to me to defend these people. Who said say such a thing? Anyway, Kimmer, I yes, guess sir. you saw where Carly Fiorina has something now in common with Courtney Love. Well, what's, what's that, sir? Well, both shot up this weekend. Don't you follow the news at all? It's <laughs> a tremendous rise in the polls. I... <laughs> only up a week, for God's sake. Move it along. These are all known as jokes, These by the way. These are jokes, people. <laughs> now, <laughs> what is this, an audience or an oil painting? Oh, <laughs> you know, people are getting caught up in this Carly Fiorina surge, yeah. but they've forgotten yeah. the old expression, Kimmer. The, the old expression, sir? Every dog has her day. <laughs> no, Don, there you go. Oh, here again. I go again. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking Let's your face mind. it. Carly Fiorina is never, ever in her wildest screams going to catch me, Donald Trump. I'm never going to catch you, sir. She should stick to chasing cars alongside John Boyd's <laughs> girlfriend. Maybe oh, she can catch them, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. I mean, Carly Fiorina was a disaster as a CEO. She was terrible. Terrible. She was the worst CEO ever, Kimmer. The worst ever? You know, well, if you don't include that clear channel guy, John uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, Fi- 
Harley Fee Arena left her company in such bad shape. Such bad shape, sir? At the end, HP stood for Hewlett Punchline. <laughs> they almost went out of business. closed down. That's the punchline thing, by the way. I want a hamburger. I want a comedy club. You'll get nothing in life. I want a radio show. I want a car dealership. Pauling, you'll get nothing in like it. Get dressed, Pauling, and play One golf today. One more thing. Here's wishing a speedy recovery to Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Uh, back yeah, circuit. they say he's recovering from a bulging disc, but I think that might have been a misprint. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. 227. More Newsbreak Alliance and a new song coming up next with a camera on News Radio 1067. Look out. This is Raymond Burr. <laughs> now here's your host yeah, who yeah, wants yeah. to know, yeah, is it wrong for Obama's new Secretary of the Army yeah. to change the name of sleeping bags to fruit roll-ups? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Here he is, so. Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. And it was on this day in 1957, oh Perry Mason began its run on CBS television. Raymond Burr. Uh, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer 235 Newsbreak Alliance. Brand new song coming right up. Uh, in case you missed it, Jackie Collins passed away. Famous author. Uh, Hollywood Wives was her biggest seller. Swinging London. Dynasty actress Joan Collins is her older sister. Uh, Jackie Collins, uh, di- the author, died at the age 77. Breast cancer in Los Angeles. Also, we found out today that Jimmy Olsen just passed away. The guy who played Jack Larson, the actor who played Jimmy Olsen. The original cub reporter on the TV show Superman passed away at the age of 87. Uh, let's see. Uh, this was also this Monday Night Football tonight. This was the day, exact day in 1970, 45 years ago. Monday Night Football made its debut on ABC as the Cleveland Browns beat the Jets 31 uh, 21. And I've got a, a new song coming up, a newspaper line's coming up for you, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And we'll talk about other stuff. The other day, I was riding my chopper, and or actually, I was on my copsicle, I believe, and I was riding up. I was up in Alfred, riding along, and I find myself riding up next to a police officer. Now, you know, I mean, I'm a total pro cop guy. I mean, I've been a member of the Blue Knights as over years ago. Anyway, I'm, I'm you know, me, I'm, I'm a total pro cop guy, but I still get nervous when I'm, you know, if there's a cop behind me, if it, just we're doing the speed limit or whatever, if there's a cop behind me, I don't know about you, you get nervous. I mean, you, you should. yeah, I mean, because <laughs> you I never know. A, I got a <laughs> ticket in Lilburn last week. You never get tickets. You yeah. get off every time. I Hell, you've been pulled over by the same guy in Roswell about four times leaving the station. Well, I got and one in Lilburn. What, what were you doing? I literally, I was going, it's 45 miles an hour. Yeah. Going up uh, Killian Hill, which yeah. becomes something else. Yeah. And just as the lane goes from one lane to two, so yeah. you can pass somebody, yeah. suddenly it drops from 45 to 35. Oh, I'll be darned. For just a mile Lilburn, the old famous speed trap. Yeah, Gwinnett Lilburn. County, yeah. I always hated that little city. Well, you're a, <laughs> you're a seedy-looking bastard anyway. No wonder he pulled you over. <laughs> so I'm riding my Harley, and of course, when I ride my Harley or my chopper, I, I'm, I'm carrying... Pistol. I mean, I have a pistol in my pocket, and I have a gun on my hip. My my uh, Paladin holster, have gun will travel holster with my Colt forty five six shooter, the gun that won the West. So I'm driving along, and a cop next to me, and we come up to a stoplight. I'm on the left lane, he's next to me in the right lane, and I see his windows down. So I, and I didn't know whether I should acknowledge. So I look over and I give him a little salute, and he says, uh, "Kimmer." He said, Kimmer. I said, yeah. He says, hey, I listen to you all the time. I thought thought he was going to hit the lights and siren. And then then he says, because on my right side is where my pistol is on my hip. And, of course, he's on my right. So the first thing he says is, uh, 
what are you packing there? And I said, that's the old Colt 45. And we had a nice chat, but it was just, it was, just, it was an Alfreda cop. He was just so cool, but he's, he oh. listens to the show. And anyway, it was very funny. But it's still, if I if a cop comes up behind me, or I'm, I just I, I just start, start to freak, you know, just even though I didn't do anything. But anyway, at right, 844-404-1060. Oh, and, by, and also, and I mentioned earlier, the newsmaker line, Jim Gossett. We had so much fun on that Friday and Saturday night 10 days ago before I went on vacation at the Swan Coach House. I met guys I 20-something years ago here in Atlanta across the street working. I gave away dinner, uh, a dinner for eight with the Kimmer, and my, I was married at the time, and the a former wife, uh, my final wife. And I gave away dinner for eight at Yakitori, which is a famous was at the time a famous Japanese eatery in Buckhead right there on uh, uh, Peachtree Street, I believe. And uh, one of the guys who was at the show, for, the gossip show, was one of the guys I gave the dinner tickets to more than 20 years ago. Wow. I mean, just, I mean, it was something, we had so much fun, and it was really, really fun. All right, speaking of newsbreaker lines, how about a song? Now that Carly Fiorina's jumping in the polls, the Donald's dropping a little bit, but Carly's doing great. And here's Dino for Carly on the Kimber Show. Here we go. She got in really late, but she won that debate Fiorina. <laughs> she put Trump in his place. He made fun of her face Fiorina. <laughs> Love is hot, the arena's hot, and she's got all the facts. Trump is lacking. Randall's through, twisted too, and it's time for Kasich to start backing. <laughs> got no backing. Thank you. She showed courage and stood against Planned Parenthood Fiorina. <laughs> Go, Carly. She'll destroy Hillary like she ruined HP and got canned. <laughs> Hillary's scared of her as if she were holding a subpoena. <laughs> Can she win? Probably not. Momentum, she's got Fiorina. Dino! Right here. Fiorina. Or Carly. Like a very impressive woman. And I'll tell you, it also has impressed me from day one, and even more so now, is uh, our little friend from Florida, the senator from Cuba, Rubio. Marco Rubio. Smart guy, he's got the plan, and Carly Fiorina has the issues, and and, and the Donald, God bless him, he's still. Remember that when the, the now they're complaining about the Donald not correcting the questioner at one of his events recently, who said, "Well, we know the president's a Muslim, and what are we doing to kill all these?" Men? And Donald said, "Well, we're going to take care of that. We're going to look at that. We're going to really take care of that." That's all he ever said. We're going to look at that. We're going to take care of it. It'll be great. Nobody will do what I do. I'll do the best stuff. Uh, like what? Okay, give me an example. I mean, something. He's got to come up with something. Because he's dropping because nobody, he just, he's just loud. He sounds like me. He sounds like a radio talk show host. Anyway, but God bless him. I'm glad he's in the race. I think it's good for everybody. Uh, to the phones, one, uh, 241. Here's Dane on News Radio 1067. Newsbreaker line coming up next. Hello, Dane. How's it going? Hey, Kim. How you doing? We're doing all right, my friend. What's up? I th- said Missy last week, man. I want you to know that you use Kimmer is better than no Kimmer at all. Well, <laughs> you're very kind. It's good to be walking upright. You have a be, you be careful out there and have a nice afternoon. Very nice. Two forty one on News Radio one zero six seven. By the way, speaking of Carly Fiorina, someone had called up and asked the hangman who's answering the phones. 
uh, whether she used to work for the CIA. Well, Carly Fiorina was a part of a, of, of a service unpaid professional at the Defense Business Board looking at uh, the Pentagon issues. She also spent two years leading the CIA's External Advisory Board in tw- 27 and 2009, became chairman of the board when it was first created in 2007 by Michael Hayden under George Bush. So she's, I mean, this woman's got some accomplishments. we got breaking news. Breaking sports, news, breaking news. From Sports Pickle, New York Giants star Jason Pierre-Paul in intensive care at a New York City hospital after blowing his right leg off with fireworks while celebrating his return to football activities. <laughs> what an idiot. And of course, and they haven't signed him back because they don't know if he can play. And he's losing millions. He's going to lose like $15 million. It wasn't that they signed him to like a $15 million, $14 million, and then he blew his finger off on 4th of July with fireworks. And so they're saying, well, we're not going to do we got to put, bring you back now. We'll put you on the taxi squad, practice squad. Oh, my God. 242. 242. <laughs> but first, your Hamlin <laughs> Express. This is John Boy's musical audition for Georgia State for the music department. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Look on News Radio 1067. Thank you very much. Here we go. Hi, this is Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Kirk. And now here's your host, yes, yes. a man who's glad to be back on the radio. Yes, I am. And that makes one of us. <laughs> Here he is, unfortunately. Wait a minute. The Kimmer. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 250. I have two newsbreaker lines sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Coming up in a moment. First of all, I can't believe this story. St. George, Utah. A second grader, well, what's that, eight, nine years old, eight years old, second grader got sent to the principal's office because he showed up for class with a mohawk haircut. You know, mohawk haircut is you shave the sides and have the strip going down the top of your head. Mohawk haircut. So they sent him to the principal's office, and his mother was apoplectic. He's had a mohawk off and on his whole life, just his hair. You know what I mean? It's important to them, and I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm sure they didn't intend it to be, but it felt like a form of dis- discrimination. Here's the bottom line. The elementary school is Arrowhead Elementary. Yeah. The kid is an Indian. He's a full-blooded Indian. I think he ought to be able to allow an Indian to wear yeah. a mohawk haircut at Arrowhead Elementary. Yeah. My God, man. Newsbreaker line, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Secretary of State John Kerry reporting for duty. No, you said duty. Well, Carl said, I don't know what the big deal is. It's just a candy bar. So. <laughs> it's a baby Ruth. But what were you thinking? You know, I didn't even realize you were on vacation last week. Really? You didn't realize that? Well, the audio stream that I listened to had the usual Michael Graham endorsement star sweep that covers up most of the actual Kimmer program. You know, it was awfully fortuitous of Mr. Kruger to get the late Casey Kasem to record, and now here's nine in a row from Michael Graham. (laughs) Right before he died. I don't think that's... You know, as a Catholic, Kimmer, yes, I, John Kerry, yes. have disgusted the way yeah. the Pope is yeah. being exploited yeah. by a couple of corrupt evil despots. Evil despots? What? what? But enough about me and Obama. How about those Castro <laughs> brothers? Oh, yeah. they something? oh, that's much for a second. you got to work with me here. We're all infidel, yeah. <laughs> the wrong despots. I asked Pope Francis when he comes over here if yeah. maybe he could grant me absolution for betraying my fellow soldiers, placing their lives in danger, yeah. and voting for every late-term abortion bill ever introduced in the Senate. Yeah, that's you. Unfortunately, he was laughing so hard, I don't know how he answered, you know. 
If you know Pope Francis has his critics, but the man is brilliant. Kemmery has incredible insight. Insight, really? What the... Yeah, like when he said those Charlie Hebdo cartoonists got what was coming to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or when he said that non-existent global warming is a much bigger threat than ISIS. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. that thou shalt not kill was just a suggestion, you know. Or, <laughs> if you get around to it. Or you know. that the Apostle Paul was drunk when he wrote, he who does not work shall not eat. So, you know, we'll just... <laughs> It's a little biblical commentary from you your... missed that day in catechism or something. You know, we all worried about the crop catechism. Mind. Yeah, right, yeah. Anyway, it's like we threw out the Constitution, he threw out the catechism. Anyway, yeah, there you go. we are worried about crowd control yeah. during the Pope's visit. The Kimmer, so should the crowd become unruly, yes, sir. we're going to bring out the former owner of the punchline to do 10 or 15 minutes, and that should clear him out, you know? Wow. <laughs> I want a cheeseburger, I want a comedy club. Hey, you'll get nothing like it. <laughs> you thought your final wife never went to her law office. <laughs> well, she wasn't sure where it was. <laughs> Did you some, pay the rent on his, too? Some wasted rent there for about two years. I don't know. But anyway, getting back to Pope Francis. Yes, sir. Yes. I know there's a lot of people in the news radio sales department that yeah. wish Steve McCoy was the Pope. Well, what do you, why is that, sir? What? Uh... Well, then they'd only have to kiss his ring. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. 254 on News Radio 1067. All right, what the heck? It's Monday. We're back. Let's do one more, shall we? Newsmaker Line, good afternoon. Kuma, this is Charles Buckley. <laughs> Whoa, Charles, how you doing, sir? Can you hear me okay? I got you now. We got better. Yes, sir. Man, I feel terrible. Terrible? What, what happened, Charles? I mean, not only did I lose five dimes on the Giants <laughs> against the Falcons yesterday, yeah. My Auburn Tigers played terrible played against Auburn. LSU, man. Yeah. Wow, LSU. You thought Kirk Cobain got his head handed to him. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean, LSU beat our brains out, too, Kim. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and the LSU cheerleader, they did push-ups after every touchdown. Push-ups, did they? I didn't know if I was watching a football game or a video of your final wife and Shannon Sharp <laughs> working out. No, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a damn lie. <laughs> I thought they called it clean and jerk. I don't, you know. <laughs> it's a weightlifting move, sir. <laughs> well, I tried to watch some of that GOP debate on CNN. Yeah, that was terrible, that was too. Terrible, sir. Yeah, critics were saying something that John Boy had never heard in his entire life. Well, what's that, sir? It's too long. <laughs> it, was it, it just lasted forever. I, <laughs> I wish it had been shorter, you know. It's three hours is what I meant. Yikes. Yes, sir. Well, Tiger Woods, my old yeah. buddy, went in for uh, yet another back surgery. Back surgery. I mean, who the hell did the first procedure, Kim? A Dr. Sin? <laughs> Life. I used to love that Life Chiropractic Jingle when I was growing up. That Life Chiropractic Jingle? Good old Sid, he no quack. He played doctor on your back. <laughs> With a knick-knack, paddy-whack, move around some bones, take your money and send you home. <laughs> I don't think that's their jingle, sir. I'm almost positive. I understand Tiger's committed to a quick recovery this time around, Kim. He's committed this time, sir? Yeah, he already looking for a physical therapist who specializes in happy endings. <laughs> Isn't that a Chinese thing? Call out the sugar loaf, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Eric Fannin, Obama's new nominee for the Secretary of Army. Talk about terrible. That guy's openly gay, Kim. He's a gay Army chief, yeah. I guess you know what that means. What's that, sir? 
Well, our next war will be a musical. <laughs> Look out. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Great to be back. Uh, thank you, boys. Another happy, fun-filled day. Uh, it's the news. It's respectability time. Coming up at News Radio 11 at 7 5. Look out. Hey, guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3 from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.